Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, music, people, food, and sports. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with my co-host, Scoo Walker. Scoo, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, Pete. How are you? Speaking of beautiful, that dome of yours, man, what is that, a, a razor cut? or that's, uh, a... that's two on top and zero on the sides. Zero on the side. I gotta adjust my clippers. I I haven't been to a barber since COVID, and it doesn't even really show. We both live in Lake Forest. Laura Peavy, JB's caller. Caller. All right, I'll go. We'll see. I'm gonna give my uh, clippers another try. Hey, we got a sponsor for the show, Dakota Insurance Group. Why? Because that's what friends are for. Dakota Insurance Group can handle all your residential and commercial needs. And Just life visit, and long-term care, Pete. Long-term care. Visit dakotainsurancegroup.com. Okay, one of the things we like to do here at the Lake Forest Podcast is just to clue our listeners on what's going around in town. And uh, we had a we had a game the other Friday, first home game of the year. We also had the uh, block of the box signs. Uh, we had the block the box guy scheduled today, but he had to reschedule. I think he got blocked in his box. But before we get to uh, block in the box, what the heck happened at that game, Scoop? You know me, I'm a fair weather fan. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I put myself out there saying how good this team is and this could be the year. And I still believe that. But boy, were they undisciplined. And evidently, you know, I, I didn't see the uh, first game. I heard there's a lot of penalties there, too. So I, I don't know if well, it's the talent or just not understanding you can't be offsides or hold. or Now, granted, the officially eating wasn't so hot either. But First of all, I, I sit on the 50-yard line. I'm probably, I don't know, 20, 30 rows down from uh, the PA where I got to hear your voice in my head. <laughs> and it's always nice. It's always nice, uh, Scoo, but... It seemed to me it was a long. It, it took forever to get in the stadium, and I think the J, the JV game ran longer or something. Yeah, I mean that that was uh, JV game did run long. God, I thought I was already announcing two games in the, before halftime of the uh, JV game. But I mean that was kind of it looked like rookie officiating too because they just didn't know what was going on, and there's a lot of stoppages and yeah. So that took a long time and. You know, they just had a lot of stuff going on for the varsity game with the little kids there for the palm routine. So parents, I mean, there's just a lot of, Yeah. I mean, it was a no. great turnout. Oh, it was packed, man. I was standing in line, so, you know. It was so awesome to see all the people come out. But, I had uh, my five, I had my five bucks out, you know, put it down, finally got in, get in there, stands were packed. Visitor stands were packed. Those caramel, caramel people. Caramel brought were, it. I they mean, brought it and they brought the noise. They were intense, man. Caramels and what? First game too, right? Um, I think the week before they were sidelined, they had to forfeit because of COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was huh. their first game. And they're they're what Mundelein? Mundelein. And they're typically they, a real good football team, and they were a great, a very good football team. They had some key players. That running back and their wide receiver. Ooh, man. Is that a wide receiver or tight end? That kid was huge. They kept running that play action or whatever that play. He was play. in the slot. He was, you know, receive, returning punts, kickoffs. I mean, he was – I want to say he was a wide receiver. He lined up a couple times on those slant plays. 
he just couldn't stop it. And then when he catch it, I mean, it was he'd shift into high gear was just unbelievable. Now, first of all, take everything we say with a grain of salt, okay? You got a guy sitting on the 50-yard line. You got an announcer up there, you know, yeah. trying to make, two, you know. Two putzes know nothing about. We're just viewing it. <laughs> we're, 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 view, we're viewing it. But, you know, we're, we're making observations. Yeah. You know, we need – I think uh, we scared uh, Noah's dad away. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I tried to – I was going to reach out to him. I, I didn't, but he'll come on. Okay, all right. Well, hey, you know what? His kid – he brings it, man. He brings it from what I could see. I tell you what, every sport he plays, the ball finds him. And in key moments, and I tell you, he's so, a good player. So that, that you know, that was awesome. And then uh, Jahari Scott, I mean, that play, there was a play. Now, I didn't see what happened at the end. You're going to have to tell me, Scoo, but he broke off and he's down the sideline. And I think we were down seven or nothing and that could have tied us up. But what happened on that play? You know, I, I remember being called back. I think it was not sure if it was a holding or an offsides or illegal. No, man, he hurdled. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about the touchdown. Was called back. Oh, I thought that was it. I thought he hurdled a guy getting into the end zone or whatever from what no, I he, saw. He, I think he hurdled the kid like, on the 30-yard line or something. And then he went in the score and they called oh, it back okay. because of I, th I thought that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Please, I, please, I was, please correct was, us. <laughs> whatever. A touchdown was called back and you can't jump. That's the thing. I believe the rule is you cannot yeah. uh, jump over players. That's a, that's a penalty a no in high school. I mean, a, yeah. a lot of, it was a no-brainer penalty, but um, that kid's been doing this for the last three years. You, you know, that's you can't do that. Juke the guy. Or, or run them over, whatever. Them but over. you know, I mean, we're not we're not carrying the ball. But I mean, it's that's that discipline, or I'm not sure what it is. If it's reading press clippings, that's the vibe I that know, I got. Three years of this kid playing. I think it was three years now. He's been on the varsity. Yeah, he's never done that. So I mean, right. And he was in open field. Didn't have yeah. to. I mean, he could have put a move on the kid and, and gone. Too much ESPN. Plus, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not a defensive coordinator, but it seemed to me like the kids were lining up wrong and there was disadvantages and they were, Carmel just kept taking advantage of it. You know, Pete, I mean, that it just gets down to it. I mean, I don't care what people say. You can't make those mistakes if you're supposed to be a high level team. And this team is with the talent they have, they are high level. It wasn't the second game. The first game I heard they had the same. Oh, really? Problems, a lot of penalties. And, and, at this level, you can't give another team another chance. God, it was just so many penalties on both sides. Now, I can justify more Carmel being their first game, but boy, Lake Forest, that's their second game, and just dumb penalties. That, and they were costly penalties. That's the thing. They weren't just like oh, offsides, you know, five, right. they were costly penalties. Who's a phenomenal athlete, too. Uh, um, yeah. The Averly kid who's brought up from the sophomore team. I mean, playing middle linebacker, he, that interception he made was just phenomenal. But wait a minute, wait a minute. That was a linebacker. We're talking about a play. I thought it was like a nose guard or something that just stuck his paw up in the air and snagged <laughs> that, that, that. That was the play? Yeah. Holy, and that kid's a sophomore? He's a sophomore, and here's the thing. He's a quarterback. He's a freshman quarterback. Well, well he was a freshman quarterback last year. He was brought up on the uh, basketball team and baseball team. He decided to play football last year with his team or his class. You know, this kid's a, a quarterback and, and talented. 
one, he plays in the basketball team and can jump out of the gym. I think he's six one, six two. Great athlete. Uline wasn't playing. I don't know why he was out. I don't know if he's sick or what have you. But they moved him up, Averly, to play linebacker. I was kind of shocked he's playing linebacker, but boy, he made some hits, some plays, and that interception. But, can, but the can thing you, with can, that, the scouts made the interception on it was like the thirteen yard line or fourteen yard line. No points. No points, and, and it was penalty after penalty. I mean, you can make a huge play like that. You got to take advantage of it. And they just shot yourselves in the foot time and time again. I, I don't think we've given that play justice, Scoo. He was like blitzing and he turned and he sideways. He mid up and just snag. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did I mean, stick him anymore? We were going, what the heck was that? It's like he picked it off. I mean, that, that, that was insane. That was, that was a heck of a play. But, yeah, I mean, so, they got some skilled players, really good players. But, boy, I just – Leo Shiler had a good game. And, you know, just the kids were, were playing well, but just silly kind of silly plays that were more costly. Some yeah. of the penalties were costly. They weren't throwaway. They costed – they cost, you know, yardage, key yardage, and, you know, sometimes a touchdown. I think it was – Two touchdowns were called back, I think. It was two, one in the first and one in the second half, right? Yeah, and then that one at the end of the game. But, again, that was – Yeah. Uh, again, well, that was ridiculous too, but – Well, just keep in mind, I am Pete the Fairweather fan where I stick a whole uh, first half and then I get a picture from my uh, relatives. Uh, did, you uh, left, the, did you leave with the, uh, with the <laughs> pom-pom crowd? Jeez. <laughs> I, hey, I love I love having the I love having the crowds and all that, but come on, parents, stay for the whole game. Don't leave after the halftime show. Is that what happened? Yeah, I understand oh, man. the little kids and all that, but stay for the whole game. It it fires up the kids. I think it, it brings them down when they see the entire stands empty at halftime. <laughs> oh no, I was there the whole time, Scoop. Uh, I didn't see uh, how about our buddy? Can somebody, whoever's listening, please clue us in on the awesome dude that climbs up the ladder <laughs> that is on that utility uh, shed that catches the ball. Utility after shed? The... That's the concession stand. By oh, the way, when you go to is? the game, get your concessions there. Great concessions. No, man, you were pushing the slushies. Ooh. I heard that monogrammed or scout Lake Forest cup, cup, scout cup. You got any of those cups in the uh, booth? No, we didn't. We just got water. No, I I heard you, man. You were, you were, you were pushing it. You were pushing it. Yeah. Boosters do a great job with concessions and the cooking of the burgers and lobster rolls that were there and all that good stuff. Wait, lobster rolls. rolls. Shut up. That concession stand, it just seemed like all that smoke was hovering good. over. It smelled good, but it was all on the uh, visitor sidelines. I uh, thought that it was hysterical. I, I tell you, I got to give Carmel credit. They really brought it. I don't know what they had, a microphone or something, but every time they started cheering, boy, was that loud. Yeah, we might have to tag those guys. Well, it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. What was it 26 14? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we kept it close. Who do, who do we got next in line? Stevenson, Friday. Oh, home or away? Home. Home game Friday, and then next next Friday's homecoming. Interesting. Inside. Okay. And then they're on the road the rest of the way. I think they have one more game. Home game filtered in there, but four or five away. Stevenson, obviously, really good. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to say yes. They're historically really good. Um, 
I would anticipate, you know, with 50,000 kids at one school, you're going to have some really good football players. So yeah, I, I expect they're going to be good. Like every year again, boy, the scouts can clean up the penalties. That's very tough. I hate to say that's the coach's fault, but he seems like they have them in meetings quite a bit more than when I was playing ball back in the day. I mean, they, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know. I've never been, well, I've been to a couple practices from afar watching, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that, you know, and making some mistakes like that. I mean, you had all summer to do that stuff and practice and you hate to see that in the games, but just silly penalties. Well, it's the second game, like you said, you know, so maybe they'll, uh, They'll rise to the uh, competition uh, this week. Well, like so course, it's been- you know, last few years is typically slow start and then come on. So hopefully that's the case. But boy, I tell you, throwing away a game like that, I really thought they should have won it. You know, giving Carmel credit, they were tough. And I, and I bring this up every time. I still don't get the shotgun. I counted four or five times where, where uh, the quarterback had to jump up and grab it with one hand, but that's putting a lot of pressure on the center. I guess you can see more of the field, but I hate to be a center in that offense. Yeah, and that's, that is tough. I mean, yeah, there's a few of those like that, that. I mean, it just throws off the rhythm of the quarterback, you know, when they're reaching for the ball and all that, that you know, it's not where it should be. It's almost like if you're going to do a shotgun, just shotgun it to Jahari and let him go. Yeah, I mean, he's been successful with his offense, you know. Even Whatever. though all its uh, warts and all that you see it during game time, and it's been pretty successful. But, yeah, I mean, that's – you know, Leo's a good quarterback, good thrower, good runner. So. Yeah. All right. That's, you know, one game, one and one. Uh, what, what kind of record do you think we're going to need to get in the playoffs? 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 Well, one, I think everyone – well, I'm not sure if everyone gets in, but we dropped down a class or two. So I'm, I kind of can't remember if everyone gets in this year and then it's, just, but we should go in there with maybe a couple losses. I wasn't planning on Carmel being a loss, but um, I was thinking two, two losses, three losses maybe for the year. Yeah. So Stevenson's rough. What else is rough on the upcoming schedule? Well, you know, Zion's homecoming next two weeks or next week, not this week. Yeah. Next, they've been kind of, traditionally kind of a sleeper team but uh i don't i don't know how they're going to be this year you know they're at lake zurich i think they're at libertyville libertyville is going to be tough yeah, you know, yeah they have to go and this end the season at warren who just lost over the weekend so oh who knows i think waukegan is home waukegan we should we should i thought i thought waukegan would be a, a pushover no yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah okay all right all right no i was talking waukegan is their last home Oh, okay, okay, game, okay. But they're they're at Lake Zurich, at Libertyville, at Warren, missing a team. We'll just give it a W. We'll give you a win. We're homers. Did I say Mundelein? Uh, I didn't hear Mundelein. They might be at Mundelein. I think they're at Mundelein. Uh, Mr. Noah, can you listening out there? We got to have you back, man. We got to have you back. He gave a hell He's of a show. Back. Yeah, give him a uh, shout. Well, I'll give him a shout. Come all on, right, give him a shout. Give, give him a shout out. All right. Just wrapping up this block the box, uh, Scoo. They're uh, meeting in town uh, yep. today. Altunians are trying to uh, put some more condos in. The uh, historical people don't like it. I guess that's what the issue is. Uh, whoever lives over there don't want it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not in depth about it. I'll, you know, it's been. I know it's been going on for. We just see the lawn signs. Five or <laughs> Lake Forest lawn signs. I think five or six years now. But I, I know yeah. it was originally approved for a three-story building and some things have happened down the line that now it's a two-story and now there's some, you know, I think the city council approved it one time or 
a portion of it. So yeah, it's going, I guess, for final approval tonight. And um, as typical, there's a faction of people that think the end of the world's coming and that nah, shouldn't be there, but we'll see. I, I mean, I don't, me personally, I don't know how it's going to, you know, hinder the integrity of historic Lake Forest to have, you know, that building there, but who am I? Who, who are either one of us? You I know, don't just care. Too- I think it should be. I'd rather see that than a uh, hole in the ground, but. Yeah. Well, they're talking about they want to put all the condos in Highland Park and then leave single family homes here. I heard that. Reed Daly was scheduled to come on today. Uh, he's he's the leader behind Block the Box. Uh, he rescheduled with us. I think the meeting's tonight. I th- eh, yeah, it's a uh, um, city council meeting tonight. Yeah, C- I think yeah. it's okay. on the agenda to, for council to vote. So who knows? Okay. They, so you know, we'll by, see. By tomorrow morning, we'll know if it's going up or not. If you know if it doesn't go up, then I guess all the residents need to brace themselves for a long legal battle. But right, it is unfortunately. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but. Well, you know, pluses and minuses and everything. Uh, You know, the beef is you got a single family home and all of a sudden you got a three-story structure looking in on your sunbathing. (laughs) Well, it's a two-story structure. You know, it's pretty far away from other people's houses where that that fear would be. But uh, Well, they're they're saying three. Drones over certain buildings and say, see, look, you know, I don't know. Well, I say three-story because uh, there's a beef about the roofs, the rooftops. They're they've developed that more than they say say that they would. Right. Well, the funny thing is, there was originally approved for, for a three-story structure. An actual three. Okay. Yeah. You know, if you look at the ones on uh, McKinley, there, that's the that's the the first two of the trio, and I think they fit in great. And you know, the landscaping and the surroundings beautiful. And I don't think Peter Whitmer, the architect, and Todd Altoon, that they're they're not going to be putting like this ugly building that's unlandscaped that doesn't fit in. I mean, that's just not who they are. Right. But, you know. Well, hey, Nicole at Altoonian, uh, we've asked you to come on the show. If uh, somebody wants to pass this podcast uh, link over to her, we'd love to hear what their side of things are. Uh, well, maybe so- afterwards, <laughs> after tonight, we'll have a better understanding what's going on and what do you think the vibe is yay or nay i know the historical people don't like it they carry a lot of weight got any bets on if it goes up or not uh i don't know i mean i think it's kind of deadlocked you know rumors i've been hearing but um i don't know i mean it's you got nine people voting yeah so it's supposed to be pretty, i think the last vote they had was which caused a lot of the angst in the community was a, it was a five, four vote. So well, it's, uh, I'm, I'm anticipating about- probably something like that again. And, uh, I don't think it's a, I think it's a zoom meeting tonight as, as opposed to in person. So. Right. We'll see. All it right. all seems to work out in the end. So just, you know, trying to get to Wh- the finish line is well, which bad had- for the builder and the architect is they've, this has been a long, arduous process that probably didn't need to go this long. So, yeah. It's unfortunate. All right. Well, if anybody's listening, got any more info, please uh, reach out. The experts. Oh, the experts. That's right. Fact checkers. We need more fact checkers. Fact checkers, not us. Football or buildings. We are. What are we experts on? We're experts at being wrong. That's that's good for me. I'm always wrong. (laughs) And then uh, we had the art fair in town this past weekend. Uh, 
I see uh, my uh, credit card. Hey, a lot of things happening. And, uh, yeah, that was, well, that was fun. Did you go over to it? Absolutely not. My wife did, and the credit card did. Well, that's good. Uh, so you were there uh, in spirit. Again, I'm a fair weather fan. Uh, I was we there. Got a, okay, you were there. You should have told me. If if I know you were there, I would have hooked up. But I, <laughs> I but, went on, but, a, on a set course, zigzagging right. and all that. You know, okay. Luckily, the, there was no dent in the car. But there's some good there's some good stuff over there. I mean, it was it was nice to see, you know, back again. No, it was fun though. It was good to see. It wasn't as big as in the past, but I think it was a lot nicer to navigate around there because there wasn't as many vendors. But um, I think they did a good job. Speaking of bonks, unfortunately, Deer Path and McKinley uh, bike uh, meets car. Yeah, I saw that. What happened? I don't know. It looked like there was an unhappy wedding procession. Uh, uh, I thought you were Johnny, uh, like the Lake Forest podcast on the spot. I drove by and then I saw the squads come in and, uh, you know, where I come from, when you see the squads, you, you move it on down uh, on the road. So uh, now you're going to pull over. This is Pete <laughs> from the Lake Forest podcast. <laughs> like Les Nessman. <laughs> There's pumpkins. I swear, I swear as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> we'll save that for November. Oh, my goodness. Three quarters of people won't even know who Les Nessman is. That's all right. The three quarters that listen to this show. All right, Scoo. Well, hopefully. We uh, White Sox? Uh, white, Comes white on so a winning streak. Woohoo! White Sox. Okay. Bears? Talking bears? Yeah. Not yet? Uh, did my fantasy football? Don't have any bears on the light lineup. No, no, Justin Fields, no, uh, Two days Robinson. Away. Two days away. Khalil Mack, and then everybody else. <laughs> I see some of those guys at the Starbucks in town say what's up to themselves and gone. Typical bears are gonna, Andy Dalton's gonna take them to like six and oh, and then they're gonna be like, now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you think they'll be that? You think six and oh? It's typical Bears, you know, they're in this situation. They're like, yeah, Justin Fields is our number one. He should be starting. He doesn't start, and then this guy's going to come on strong. Now what? I don't know. He's going to – he keeps saying that the NFL is so slow, another linebacker is going to light him up like a pinball machine. <laughs> Tilt. All right, Scoo, I think that was a riveting podcast yeah. for, our, for our listeners out there. Can't wait to get uh, Mr. Nowak on. Can't wait to get Reed back on. Art Miller, Cluison, Les Nessman. Les Nessman. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening. And if you really like us, subscribe to our newsletter. And if you really, really like us, subscribe to us on Patreon. $5 gets you a scoozy. Cue the band. Bye.